This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome back to another episode of Woods and Waters Project. This is Steph Busenbark. I finally got it done. Mother's Day weekend, got the turkey of my lifetime, and it was not without a bunch of help. And uh, this episode is Turkey Camp Part 1, where I speak with Jeremy McCarty about what he's doing to impact the lives of others through hunting, his history of growing up in the outdoors and guiding, and how he has made that a huge part of his life. Working with veterans, kiddos, everybody. There's something really special about hunting solo and going about your own adventures but if you've never experienced a camp setting or just a house full of complete strangers all there for their own separate hunting experience and they're just bonding over the love of hunting the outdoors just life you just connect with people on this crazy level really fast and it was a really special experience and it is Honestly, one of the main reasons I love hunting in the outdoors is the people. Like, it's undescribable. If you've never experienced something like that, it's it's hard to explain the connection you have with those people for a really long time, maybe forever. It's a really, it's a really beautiful thing. And what Jeremy is doing down in southern Iowa, getting tons of people on turkeys every year and he doesn't just start start and stop with turkey hunting but he does this every year getting people on these turkey hunts and I'm not you know talking about just sitting in a blind and calling them in which that's exciting by itself as well but we're stalking these babies and we are doing the work the guides are doing the work, putting you on birds, constantly calling them in. It's an adrenaline rush, seeing those toms just rush at your decoy uh, and, you know, shooting them from your belly on the ground. It's a different experience, and I had a great time, and I can't 
even begin to explain how amazing it feels to be surrounded by all these people who care about hunting, turkey hunting, sharing it with each other and their families and others as much as I do. It's it's just such a cool thing to be part of a community like this. And Jeremy is a really awesome dude to talk about the impact he's made, the impact it makes on him every day, and his future plans, leaving a legacy. This is what this is about. Turkey Camp, part one. So I'm sitting here Mother's Day, Mother's Day in uh, Turkey Camp in Gordon, Iowa. Maybe I'm not supposed to say where we are. Is That's it fine. top uh, secret? Nope, no okay. secrets here. Okay. And I'm sitting here with uh, returning guest Jacob Humphreys and brand, brand new guest Jeremy McCarty. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. And just met you yesterday and had an awesome hunt myself and got to meet a lot of really cool people. And I've heard a lot of really great things about you, but don't know your whole story. And I've, I've heard that it's a story that I should share about your experience and guiding and where you're at today and some of your goals for the future and how you get involved in helping others get outside and get hunting. So would you like to introduce yourself? Well, first off, I'd like to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And Steph, uh, thank you for having us on your podcast. It, it means a lot to me. Um, this, this journey started a long time ago when I was a little kid. And growing up and being fortunate enough to grow up around, you know, and have the opportunities that, you know, a lot of kids don't get today. And that's um, being out in the outdoors and enjoying it all the time. And I was hooked from day one. You know, my grandfather and my dad and family, you know, that's that was a way of life for us. And uh, it it's continued and it's, uh, you know, leads to where we're at today. And uh, it's been an incredible journey. And uh we, uh, we started a, a unique uh, foundation that's in the works. It's not up and running yet called uh, Giving Back Outdoors. And uh, it's gonna be something special. We've been working on, uh, this has been a lifelong dream and we've been working on it for a long time and it's really starting to come together here um, at Turkey Camp this year and it's been a lot of fun, so. Yeah, yeah, I could see that just in being here the last day or so, just the the support and network you have around you of people who just like believe in what you're doing and want to be involved and just how lit up they are after their turkey hunt after talking to carlos and dominic yesterday and them having that experience with you and with each other for the first time and some of just all walks of life here ready to go after some birds and having the time of their life it's it's awesome one of the most important things you know that i, I can't stress enough about the outdoors and hunting is is sharing it with one another and I do believe that you know that's been taken away you know in a lot of instances for you know getting more kids involved getting you know the disabled veterans as hunters we are supposed to share that opportunity every time that we possibly can and that's that's all in my and what we do that's what I want to continue to do each and every day until I you know, until I'm not able to hunt or fish or enjoy the outdoors anymore. And it fuels me. It's it's something that I just, I'm very, very passionate about. And we're going to continue to do it every season and for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. Why do you, why do you think it's so important to do? Well, I mean, 
you know, I, I feel that, you know, with the way things are going in the hunting world, I think things are getting to a point where opportunity's been taken away, you know, to the to the younger generation. And it's eliminating them and they're not interested in it and they're not wanting to get involved because, you know, the property, the availability of property out there, a lot of people, you know, they think that public lands are harder to hunt, so they're not interested. Um, all I can say is, is get out there, give it a shot, let somebody help you, ask questions, educate yourself, and uh, the rest will, you know, take care of itself. It's, uh, it's something that I've experienced it, I've seen it firsthand through our camps, our turkey paloozas, our deer camps, our fishing outings, everything that we do on first time, you know, young kids, first time hunters that were like veterans and stuff that haven't hunted. And it just, it's like a fire. And once it's lit, it doesn't go out. You know, like Carlos, uh, Bradley, some of the veterans that we've touched, you know, through Giving Back Outdoors the last couple of years, it's just, it's fueled them to get other veterans involved and get, you know, their kids involved and get them, you know, and it, and once it starts, it, you can't turn it off. I mean, it's something, you know, from when I said I was a little boy, you know, it, it fueled my fire. That kept me out of trouble. That gave me, it gave me, you know, a lot of hope and light where a lot of my friends, you know, growing up, they went down the wrong paths. They went down the wrong roads and they ended up, you know, in trouble. I always found myself, you know, enjoying, you know, the great outdoors and what, uh, you know, what Mother Nature put here for us to enjoy and have a great time and and it's it's just been a it's been a great fit you know for what i do yeah <clears throat> and you can tell how much you love it and how much it like puts a fire in you yeah. you can tell immediately and just the way you're interacting with the group that was here we had about a dozen people here close to and just i don't know you you, you can see it and hear it in yeah. your voice and in meeting you so that's I think the most important thing, once again, I'll reiterate on this time and time again, is the sharing of it. You know, yeah. we work, um, I want to work with everyone. I want to try to touch as many lives as we possibly can. I want to work with every organization, every foundation that we possibly can to help them, to help them learn, to help them grow, to, you know, get more hunters out there, get more people involved in the great outdoors. Um, we work with uh, we've worked with a lot of uh, great organizations over uh, the last few years, and uh, it's it's just been incredible. We work with Big Game Wrestling. Just had Trent Dirks in from Retrieving Freedom, and what they do there it's absolutely incredible. We've worked with uh, Wishes for Warriors. We worked with Reunite the Fight, and it's just really fueled me to get you know the Giving Back Outdoors going. You know something here local that we can you know pass down you know to all the you know all the kids veterans men and women service you know our nation's heroes and children and uh it's been fun i i have a great support group like you said um steph it's just been it's amazing you know that i've worked with some of these young kids and to see you know their passion for it and how they're fueled by it and having them you know now they're here in camp with us, helping cook, helping clean, you know, taking the veterans out, taking others out and giving back. And it's just, it's been totally amazing. You know, I have, can't say enough, um, this turkey season, it's been uh, ran um, by a couple young men, um, Kinzer Knust and uh, Hunter Albers. They've been 
instrumental in what we do here in southern Iowa at our turkey camp. Them boys have worked their tails off helping out day in and day out and uh, they've been put in a really unique situation this year you know with the the schools being you know with the COVID and schools being shut down and I know Kinzer's loving it. Um, <laughs> Hunter's getting ready to graduate um, from Grandview up in Des Moines and I know that he's been having a good time with it too because both of them young men are just fueled by the outdoors and what it has to offer and and what it brings to their heart and the most important thing is, is they they like to help others. Oh my gosh. I don't know if between Jacob and I, we told him a hundred times, but couldn't say it enough about, we had Kinzer yesterday help us with our turkeys and just, he's 16 and just what he knows and the, just like his confidence and his like drive is un, is unbelievable for someone who's 16. Like you would have no idea. He's, he's just, He's just a, a kid, really, but he could run circles around people. It's it's amazing, like the just his ability and <laughs> attention to detail and skill set is incredible. I've never seen any anything like that. If you if you wouldn't know Kenzer or know his age, just seeing him carry himself easily, you would think he's twenty five years old. I mean he he is an example that instills the youth of America still has it like. I'm not saying across the board they're all motivated enough to, you know, want to do things. Um, Kenzer wants to do things. I mean, he he's such an asset to your operation, Jeremy, um, in that he knows how to work with people. He, he, he tries to put anybody that he's given the opportunity to hunt with, he's going to do his damnedest to put them on a burden. I mean, it's... it's oh, yeah. I can't. He, it's it's very very humbling to me, and just the his work ethic and how hard he works, his passion, how he cares for people. Um, you don't see that instilled in a lot of kids nowadays. And um, his parents have raised him right. I've had the opportunity to, you know, work with Kinzer, and uh, it's been a it's been a blessing. It's been absolutely incredible. Another thing that I'd like to touch on just a little bit here is uh, all this wouldn't be possible, you know. Yeah, we have a, a nice camp here in southern Iowa, and uh, but I can't stress the importance and thank the landowners and the property owners enough that let us utilize their lands, you know, during uh, these turkey hunts, the veterans hunts, the kids hunts, everything that we do, um, the response from our community and, uh, you know, surrounding, you know, areas and surrounding towns has been astronomical. Um, I could go on for hours and names and thanking people but each and every one of you know who you are cannot thank you guys enough it's it's just incredible to have the opportunity that they provide for us and it's a very very special thing and without that none of this would be possible and uh back to touch on kinzer a little bit and 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 the boys that help you know i've i started um it's been about 16 years that we've been doing the youth uh, stuff when I first took uh, the kids hunting 15, 16 years. And uh, I took a young man by the name of Brooks da Jacobson. Brooksy, uh, very special young man. Uh, he, uh, he really fueled my fire to, you know, start, you know, working with kids and getting them out. And uh, 
it, it was really special and I started taking, you know, his cousins and uh, his brother and his sister and all of their friends and stuff. And that's kind of where, you know, the, the kids program got started years ago. And I, I can't thank Brooksy enough, you know, for that opportunity that, you know, that, that kind of led and fueled me to where we are today. And uh, he's another great asset. Brooks, um, he's in Northwest Missouri uh, State down there in Marysville. Going, uh, he wants to be a vet. Vet. He's in uh, his uh, first, just got done with his first year of college, and just a super kid. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and he he did his job, and I mean, he put us on multiple birds, and there's a couple times it didn't work out, but I mean, there's multiple times it did work out, and uh, it was it was. And Hunter, too. We didn't go out with Hunter, but you can just tell, like, for his age, especially, he's a wealth of knowledge and just wants to get out there and loves it. You can just tell. Yep, it's, that's hard to find in, you know, young men and women nowadays in the outdoors. And, uh, you know, our style of turkey hunting, it's not for everybody. You know, we do the turkey reaping. Uh, Chancey Walters and me started that a few years back, and uh, it's grown. It's a phenomenon. And uh, people, they just... You know, there's a lot of haters, but there's a lot of people that love it. And I always tell everybody, I said, you know, don't knock it till you try it because it's 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 something special. It's another tactic that every turkey hunter ought to have in his bag of tricks, especially when the birds are hinned up and they're not coming into the calls and stuff. Uh, you can just get out there and crawl and brawl with them, and it's it's pretty awesome. But uh, it's uh it's a really unique uh unique way, and it actually um, provides for us to be able to touch you know more lives, more kids, more veterans. Um, because it's such an effective way. Yesterday here at Turkey Camp, um, awesome, awesome day again. I think we were able to take four birds and a couple limb hangers. Uh, your bird was an absolute giant slammer gobbler. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I'm not going to touch on numbers and stuff. All the birds that we've shot, we've just been very blessed. And Steph comes in and she shoots one of the biggest birds in the camp all year, inch and a half, limb hanging spook just a big old beard 25 pound plus bird and uh that's exciting what yeah i mean i what uh, do you think? uh <laughs> poor kinzer i pretty much jumped on him like a koala bear when i shot it so he was like what's happening i jumped on his back and i was so excited well that's the most important <laughs> thing if you don't have that fire and that excitement um you know that's what it's all about and yeah. i know that that's what you know that fueled me it still fuels me like when I'm sitting there with a kid or, you know, even like Trent Dirks yesterday, you know, he, we're crawling out across this cornfield. We got this gobbler coming and the closer the gobbler gets, the more I can feel his heartbeat. And guess what? That makes my heart beat. And when that, when my heart quits beating for that type of, you know, excitement and love, then, then it's probably time to hang it up. But, uh, I think it's going to continue to, yeah. it's going to pound with every little kid. It's going to pound with every veteran, anybody that goes out there with us. And, you know, and, and that opportunity and time, it's it's just, that's what's so special about it. You know, when you have that kid sitting in front of you or sitting there in the blind with you and the turkey's coming, you can just, you can just feel the, the excitement. And uh, that's what it's, you know, that's, that's, I don't even know what to say. It's just incredible. Flat, flat out. If you're if if you're utilizing this style of hunting, and you don't get jacked up when that turkey, you know, comes out of strut or you know is half strut running to you looking for a fight, you're not alive. I mean, if 
your heart's going to be beating out of your chest. I guarantee it. If if you haven't tried it, give it a shot because you can turn. Uh, uh, you know, everybody's like, "Oh, that Tom just sat out there at 100 yards, hung up, not coming in, walking back and forth." You know, yesterday, uh, Kenzer threw that fan in the air, you know, and and worked his decoy to perfection. And how long did your hunts take, Steph? Eight <laughs> minutes. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it it's it's stimulating that turkey and getting a territorial reaction, and they can't help themselves. You know, that's what's so awesome about it. And you know, to each their own. If you you know, and, and you're not knocking at all somebody you know posting up and still hunting, throwing a decoy out there and, and and working that tom in. That's not what it's about. This is just like you said, another way to go about a hunt. We've uh, we've. We've yelped a lot of birds in this year. We've, you know, in and out of blinds, running and gunning. We uh, perform all styles, you know. Uh, Dominic and Carlos went with Hunter yesterday, and they were uh, blessed with a great, great hunt. And uh, Dominic got to shoot his first big old gobbler, and uh, they they yelped that thing up in a blind. And it's just, uh, we have, uh, it's, there's so many, you know, there's so many opportunities in turkey hunting and opportunities and ways and methods and styles and I'm I would never ever pick one over the other until the day that you know we we did start turkey reapers and man versus turkey um <laughs> come out you know or when when Chancey crawled across that field and I videoed him crawling down across there and the reaction that we got from that gobbler and it was it was priceless um it was you know a very very uh cool moment in my hunting career and it's continued to uh it's continued to be a very very big part of what we do in our camp and the kids love it you know a lot of times people get in a blind they get bored i want it to be exciting i want something that's going to fuel them kids to fire them up to get them you know to the next level to you know that leads you know turkey hunting leads into deer hunting deer hunting leads into turkey hunting leads into you know other opportunities that you know i wish that more kids would get involved uh jacob we were talking the other evening and uh trapping you know coon hunting them types of things that you know that i was fortunate enough as a kid to grow up and do um hopefully that stuff will you know start to trickle back and and be um more recognized here in the future um Hopefully we can start, you know, utilizing furs again and getting fur prices back up and things like that. You know, there's the, them days back when I was a kid and, you know, following my grandpa and my dad around and having, you know, the experiences, I can still remember them like they were yesterday. And uh, just, it's amazing, you know, like what I learned from trapping and, and, you know, the outdoors and hounds and stuff to where it's led me you know, to where I'm at today and, and how it's helped me, you know, grow and develop and, and you got to think in a lot of different ways and methods and um, look at things uh, big picture and put a lot of things into perspective when it comes to hunting, because it's just not, you know, a lot of people don't realize that. And I'm just very, very lucky, very lucky to be, you know, where I'm at and you know my life with the, the outdoor industry and stuff it's been a lot of fun yeah something i i said to kinzer 
yesterday that really plays off of what you just said is especially someone his age he just knows he loves it you know and like he knows it drives him and it's what he wants to do we talked about how he's not really playing sports because it's just not it's not it doesn't do for him what this does for him and I just I think he's so lucky to be the age that he is and know what makes him lit up you know because sometimes people go a long time without having any idea like what fires them up what their passion is what gets them up every day and so to see like this group of people who just all like it's just in everybody's blood they love it that's really really powerful stuff that's when you say powerful i mean it's amazing you know and it's this is probably one of the key things you know i know that i've saved lives you know through hunting and fishing and and giving back to others i mean without a doubt unfortunately you know i've heard that actually right out of a couple of the guys mouths yeah and so why shouldn't why shouldn't a hunter help another hunter why shouldn't i help as many hunters and kids and stuff as i possibly can because that's what we're supposed to do and i know that i've I know that I've changed lives. I know that I've helped people. So I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna continue to do. And uh, it's, uh, you know, Kinzer, 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 Kinzer. That he's he's special. Yeah. There, he is. There's he's like a diamond in the rough. He's one in a million. There's not, you know, very many young men and women out there that are fueled like him. I mean, every single day, you know, with the schools being closed, he's went every day and helped every single day to make, you know, this camp run smoothly. He never tells me no. He never, he works his tail off um, from doing dishes, helping me cook, running and doing this, helping my dad here with the gardens and everything, you know, that we do, you know, outside of, you know, the camp. you know, with our giving back outdoors, it's gonna, we're gonna have a gardening program, we're gonna have, you know, the fishing, the hunting, all, everything. So that's another thing, you know, for anyone that's listening, uh, we, uh, you can contact us at Giving Back Outdoors or um, my contact um, is on Facebook. I wouldn't leave that, you know, later at the end of the deal. Uh, but give us a call, you know. I mean, reach out if you if you want to be part of one of what we're doing here. You want to come and be part of one of the camps. You want to camp and cast one of our fishing events. We're going to do another event called uh, Camp and Cats over on the Missouri River this year. Um, anything you know, anyone that's listening to this, if you want to be part, do not be scared to reach out. And uh, we have a lot of great partners that stand behind what we do, and a lot of a great support team and. It, it continues to grow, which excites me, and I uh, cannot thank, you know, all of our outdoor partners and, you know, what you guys do for, you know, the kids, the veterans, and, you know, getting us product and, you know, boots and knives and ammo and, you know, the list goes on and on and on, and uh, that's uh, that's what makes, you know. Yeah, it's a team, it's, it's a, a team, team deal, family, yes, for yeah. Sure. I would say something that I've really picked up on from being around Jacob and from you and a couple others that it's just funny, you know, most of my life I've heard people talk about wanting to be a guide and it's not that they still wouldn't, but like to, 
when you're talking about all the other things that are behind the scenes and thinking about being a guide of some sort of hunting, it's, it's all night and it's all day and it's every day and it's early mornings and it's a lot of work. And I think sometimes, unless you spend a lot of time around those people, you don't really have an idea of how much work it is and how it's nonstop. It's all, it's all the time. So it's, it's crazy watching you guys just being around Jacob with snow goose hunting and being here at Turkey camp and just seeing the nonstop. It's, it's crazy. I, I wouldn't agree anymore. Personally, this is personally, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I guide to me is a word that I'm, I don't use. Sure. I'm not interested. I'm not a guide. Yeah. I'm a mentor. I'm a helper. Um, guiding, um, you know, I've had, a, I went up and down rocky roads, um, you know, for everything that I do, you know, having partners come in and hunt, having, you know, people, you know, that are jealous because they think that I'm making a living off of this. I've never, I've never taken money from anybody. Um, never will, you know, I, I think the dollar bill has actually affected, um, the, the quality of hunting and the quality of, you know, a way of life. I think it's changed and it's going to continue to change our industry. So, um, once again, you know, within our camps and giving back outdoors, I want everybody to understand and know that they have a place to come uh, where it's not going to cost to go hunting. Um, we're going to continue to work and grow and work with more landowners to develop a bigger opportunity. Um, but when, when I have, you know, when we have to start paying and, and stuff like that for, you know, lands and to hunt, we'll have to change things up a little bit. And uh, so I'm gonna fight as hard as I can to, you know, continue to educate and, and work on having them opportunities that are free and um, not where it's gonna cost, you know, somebody to come and go hunting. And I've been, you know, had fingers of jealousy and been fingers pointed at me, oh, you're charging, you know, this, charging that. Absolutely not. I mean, I would never take anybody's dollar to, to put them on a deer or anything, you know. We do have some unique situations with, like I said, property owners and landowners, that have, you know, that donate the land and stuff. And, of course, we want to try to treat them and give back to them. And we have we have some pretty neat programs and stuff set up with what we do for our landowners and stuff and helping. And, and uh, with, like I said earlier, without them, this none of this would be possible. And it's... Uh, that's what makes it, you know, that where we can, you know, provide for so many young men and women and veterans and servicemen and women, and it just, it works good. I, I want to agree with that in that Jeremy and then this camp, I haven't been around it as long as others have, but it's, it's obvious to see that there's no guiding going on here. It's 100% take a friend hunting. Take... Oh. All from the heart, like yeah. it's all. I mean, it's like you know, we, it's what we do. It's what drives us, you know, and that's what's so neat about Hunter and Kinzer and the other kids that help and getting these veterans involved and teaching them because they want to help and and doing the you know the father and son hunts and the mother and daughter and you know we want all opportunity. You know, we want to we want. You know, a lot of the veteran hunts that I was part of before, it was just the veterans. You know, we want we want the whole family to come and be part of it and experience it because I think, you know, I think through the outdoors and hunting and fishing and that type of thing, that strength strengthens a family. And 
as I say that, you know, I forgot, you know, my wife, uh, absolutely incredible. I love my wife to death, Julie, and uh, she is very instrumental to what we do um, here at camp. She's very understanding. She uh, she helps out. She's, uh, I mean, I could not ask for a better, uh, better um, wife than Julie. She's just something special, and she... Uh, never complains. I'm gone. I've been home two days in the last month and a half. I've been down here turkey hunting. She comes and sees us, brings, you know, helps out any way she can. And thank you so much, sweetie. I love you. It's, I want to, I want to touch back on, um, you know, the, the aspect of changing people's lives, like the veterans per se, or, or bringing their whole family. Um, you're giving, the giving back is is obvious in the name because not all those guys, not all these youth, not everybody has the opportunity to work with the landowners like you have because it is such a daunting task and it's so scary for somebody to get into hunting. I mean, think about how scary it is for somebody that's never hunted before to knock on a door and, and there's this monster on the other side of the door that's going to come scream at him and tell him, no, get out of here. You know, what you're doing, setting up the relationships that you have with, with the landowners, with all the local help. I mean, there's so many working parts to your operation. It's it's amazing to set up that relationship that you have being a steward to these people that don't have the opportunity. You know, think about how many youth, um, you know, would never, would, would stay inside and play video games all day if your organization or other organizations aren't giving them the springboard to shoot a turkey, but then they, they watch a YouTube video about setting a trap, or they watch a, a, a video about um, going and going catching a monster catfish. You know, it's, it's one, it's a, it's a gateway right into another one. Um, and that, that right there in itself needs more, you know, more credit. Um, and, 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 you know, it, it's not taking the money to, you know, take them to do these things. It's the opportunity to be like you're touching their life. And that's, I think that's what needs to be talked about more. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up, Jacob. It's very, it's a very important thing. I want everybody to understand and know that we're just not here um, just taking these kids out hunting. We're here educating them. We're trying to make them, uh, you know, better hunters. We're trying to make them you know, better uh, conservationists. Uh, we, in our program and what we do, you know, I get the kids to write testimonials. I get them to share their story. I, I teach them the importance of, you know, writing uh, thank you to the farmers. And, you know, the little things like that, it's amazing how, how, how big and how, what that does, you know, to, help generate more leads to get more farmers to allow us, you know, for, you know, them opportunities and stuff. And, uh, so it's, it's all, you know, we, I kind of look at, you know, our camp, it's just not a hunting opportunity. It's a, it's a learning opportunity from different styles of hunting to, you know, making, turning young youngsters into uh, solid, you know, young men and women and teaching them the importance of, passing and giving back to others and, and educating others and the great outdoors.
what do you think needs to happen like across the board? I don't know if I'm going to word this question the right way. I guess, do you have concerns about that like across the board? You know, I, I really do, you know, and the way things are going, like I said, I think I feel that the dollar bill is uh, starting to change and impact our younger generations and their opportunity to hunt. Um, I feel that there's a lot of things, you know, and please don't take this the wrong way. I'm, you know, I'm very opinionated on some of this stuff, but uh, I, I feel that, you know, the opportunity um, of, you know, the educational value that we're able to give our young you know hunters at the age of 12 i do believe when they can you know take the hunter's education and stuff um, i think that we need to step it up a little bit i think we need to start getting some better curriculum uh, i think we need to work on very very hard getting things back into the school systems i i'm the raised hunting family i do believe that they're getting some stuff back into you know into the school systems i think that's very very important and if, if we want this thing to continue and the journey, you know, to, to continue and grow and get bigger, we got to start, you know, touching as many lives as we can and getting more kids involved. And uh, because, you know, we've all, anybody that's paid attention and, and looked at it over the last five years, the numbers have been on the decline um, and actually pretty uh, rapid. Like it's, you know... We're, most of our hunter, you know, the majority of our hunters are, you know, 50 plus years old. And when they get up to that, I, I think it's, I'm not sure the age for like a lifetime license, but it's a proven fact once they start getting up there, then, then they start, you know, the deer tags have been declining, the sales of the deer tag and the sale of the turkey tag. It's just, it's something, you know, I mean, when people get older, they, they quit doing it, but there's no one, we don't have anyone taking their place. So I feel, you know, anything that, you know, to get youth involved, you know, in the outdoors, any, anything, you know, and better, you know, and bettering opportunities, I think that I'd like to see our, uh, our conservation have more field days, you know, more, more activity days for, you know, not even the hunter's education side of things, just, uh, you know, like educational stuff from trap Hands shooting hands-on actually trapping. doing it yeah yeah just different oh well workshops mm -hmm. you know yeah. where you know you have three or four or five locations i'd be the first to volunteer my time i i'd have a lot of great friends i mean just visiting with jacob and getting to know him i know that he would donate his time to educate you know these young men and women and kids and even adults you know I mean, I know that there's adults out there that are looking for an opportunity and they would like to go and they're just nervous. It's like Jacob said, you know, going and knocking and taking that first chance and that first step to knock on a farmer's door. I mean, back in the day, you know, when I grew up, we could hunt everywhere. I mean, it was, it was a way of life for everybody. Everybody let everybody hunt. Now it's nine no's to one yes. And people in rejection that's life you know and and a lot of people just don't deal with that good and uh so i think that there's so much there's so many things that as hunters and conservationists that we can do to try to work on growing this 
there's endless opportunities of different channels and avenues that we could all take to try to make it better. Yeah. And the only way that happens is, and another reason why, you know, we started giving back outdoors is to share and to help others and to work with other organizations and programs and our state conservation and our local, you know, local organizations and our, um, all the chapters um, out there, the NWTFs and the Pheasants Forever and the, all that. I mean, we got to start teaming up and working together to grow, grow hunting back to where I feel it should be. Yeah. And I think to what you said, it has to be all things working together. It has to be all these groups because that's what it's going to take to fill the gap of the decline that's happening. Well, unfortunately, and I did, I've seen it firsthand. It's just like the industry, you know, you, people, unfortunately, they just do not work together well. I mean, everybody has their own agenda. They have yeah. their own schedule. They have their own way. But at the end of the day, you know, where I'm, what I'm trying to get at is, is working together to create another hunter or another fisherman or another, regardless of what, you know, I like. Yeah. And what somebody else likes. It's not I about feel, you, it's about them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's not about what I like. It's about what as a hunter and what hunters should do and sharing and giving back to, you know, others to give them an opportunity so they have the chance to share. And that's you know, I've seen it, you know, the separation my whole life. And even over the last ten years, even that much more with, you know, especially the deer hunting and how the deer hunting has turned, you know, things totally upside down for other styles of hunting and how the deer hunter has, you know, I don't know, horns make people crazy. And <laughs> you, you beat me to it. You know, some people lose their mind over a horn when at the end of the day, it's still a deer hunt deer. Yep. You know, I mean, with that being said, I'm going to touch on this just because, you know, I've been very fortunate to, um, you know, we, my wife helped uh, do a little grant writing for us, Spartan Alliance uh, Corporation. Uh, they, they granted us a track chair, so we have the opportunity to take uh, non-ambulatory, uh, you know, spinal cord injury, amputee, you know, anybody that struggles to get out we have that capability here at our camps and uh can't thank spartan alliance uh group enough for uh you know providing us with that opportunity and we took a a young man by the name of jesse gildy uh he uh super 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 guy and i've got to know jesse and become really good friends with him and he shot a giant giant deer and just what become of that and you know the shame on them people shame on them because not, no one knows, you know, what Jesse has to go through, um, you know, how his life and how happy that guy is. Like, he, he deserved that deer. He, that happened for a reason. And just the, the shame that, you know, people, you know, what they projected and what they said about that. And, like, somebody, like, thought they basically, like, owned that deer. Well, what happened was, is that deer, you know, 
it got the best of them and they ran that deer out of its home and we shot it two miles south and Jesse was the lucky guy to be pulling the trigger that day and I couldn't be more happy you know we we take a couple other young young men from down around here you know out with the track chair and stuff and just them opportunities and I cannot believe I cannot believe the jealousy of a deer hunter and that's that's one of the biggest reasons I do what I do and and not to interrupt you but I, I thank you like me personally I don't really deer hunt my roommate forces me into it uh, because he's a he's a great guy and, and he makes me do it um, I don't deer hunt but I appreciate what you do for deer hunting and, and taking Jesse hunting taking the other you know challenged in any way taking youth hunters out um, I need to I need to say his name Dylan Carew my roommate um, you guys have teamed up you know the teaming up that you're talking about you guys have teamed up with his big game wrestling club youth hunting and there's going to be another podcast with you two saying you know and, and talking about the impact you've made um coming up but for right now um giving the the, the people the opportunity and and that with the jealousy of deer hunting and you know everybody thinking they own deer that 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 story is an, is such a great example of you know taking people out that's still hunting right so that you know this big buck may live here you know people think they own it they push it out of its home and now it's giving somebody else an opportunity it's an animal at the end of the day it's going to go wherever it wants to and god bless the person that's sitting at the right place at the right time that's the way i look at it i can't agree anymore jacob i mean just, you know, it doesn't matter if it's 10 inches or 300 inches to me, you know. I Back in the day, you know, before I realized the purpose and the, the, the meaning of, you know, helping and, and, you know, I've always tried to help and grow off of it. But there was a time in my life where I kind of was a little bit, you know, I was motivated by, you know, hunting big deer and stuff. And... Uh, but I realized, you know, the harder you want, or the more you want something, and the more, you know, if you are greedy, normally that stuff doesn't ever, it doesn't come true. Um, you're not going to get that opportunity if you're fighting it. So what I've realized in, you know, in the time that we've been doing this, in the last six, seven years that we've been helping the veterans and, and stuff, the, the good that comes out of it like the deer that we get to shoot the deer that we've harvested you know we've shot three deer over 200 inches in the last two years through our camp <laughs> it's been absolutely phenomenal we uh we've shot you know multiple really really solid solid deer you know that you know that a lot of kids and a lot of veterans and the men and women and stuff that we actually get to touch their lives that you know it that happens for for you know the good that we do and that's what I believe in and I've seen it time and time again over the last you know few years and it just makes it simple it makes it enjoyable it makes you know we're making people happy it makes me happy and that's you know back in the day I, you know 
I got caught up in it a few times and fighting and arguing and stuff and that's just that's not what hunting's about that's not what a true outdoorsman and a true uh you know steward of the um you know the outdoors and that's not what it's supposed to be about and it's, it shouldn't be that way i'll bet if it's 10 inches or 200 the smile on those people that you connect with that hunt is what does it and when and when they take that picture and somebody else sees it that wants to go on a deer hunt when they see how happy they are for that for them to harvest that deer now they want to do it because they yeah. want to feel that it's like i said earlier it's the heartbeat it's that the excitement and the voice and that fuels it and it you know i've seen it with little deer big deer every deer it affects me the same way that it's affecting the kid or the veteran or whoever we're taking their heart beats mine's beating maybe faster and you know it doesn't matter the size we don't we don't have a, a standard that we go by we we actually you know we're out there you know i look at it as you know doing our part and and actually making a stronger deer herd and and uh you know keeping the numbers in check and keeping them you know managed we and we do practice that a lot you know i mean we'll only take you know, we got 25 deer on a farm, you know, we're going to manage it. We're not going to overhunt it and shoot them out. We're going to, you know, properly do what's right. And uh, it's just, a, it's the system has been flawless. I, I'm so happy to, you know, and it's, it's just not, it's not my system. It's, I want it to be everybody's system. Could you tell me from the beginning how this all started for you like I said you know growing up as a kid and uh, being able to experience the things that you know that my grandfather and my dad and our family friends and stuff tagging along as a little bitty boy you know it just fueled into you know where we're at today and uh, I wasn't the best student but I tried to be the best hunter and it led from you know that hunting opportunity like i said was very important and and i've always learned from my mistakes in life and and growing and tried to become you know a better person and and then it you know getting to share that first hunt with one of my best friends son and then other kids and to where we're at and having the opportunity you know to to meet and work with all these other organizations has fueled the fire to you know bring you know giving back outdoors to tuition and I was driving down the road October 1st last year we'd been working on this for a long time three four years trying to figure out names and and something and every time we'd find a name it would already be taken and so I it was a it was a hailstorm October 1st in Des Moines and I was driving through it and it was like the good Lord just boom dropped it in my lap giving back outdoors I get on the phone I call um, Bradley Hannawalt one of our board members on GBO and I'm like Bradley look at see if giving back outdoors is available and and it was and so that's how that all transpired and just the being able to work with these other organizations and to look across the room here today as we're doing this and 
look at the things that the veterans have given me, all the thank yous that the kids have, you know, it just, it fuels me and, and we're going to, um, it's just endless. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's something that, you know, that I want, you know, giving back outdoors, you know, it's starting here in Iowa. I want it to continue to grow. I want it to be a national uh, foundation. It's, uh, I think it's going to be structured right. I think it's going to be a, a great opportunity and we're going to touch a lot of lives and that's what it's all about to me and it's very, very important to, uh, um, you know, I think it's very important to make sure that that is what it's about and working with others and that's the most important thing and it's that good <laughs> yeah and we'll make sure as this gets out there that we keep sharing yeah. it with our community and make sure people know how to find you and get involved or you see see the good things you're doing so we'll make sure to be sharing that what well, that you know that's what it's all about I mean that's once again is working together sharing one another's you know qualities and the good things and and that's the most important thing to me and I'm <laughs> it, it's obvious it's obvious you're willing and you're wanting to to network with everybody you know yeah. that you can talk to you for five minutes and the first thing you say you're saying to multiple people inside this camp that I've been here is let's work with them let's work with these people let's make events you know you're you're, well, you're I, ready I spent my first half of my life you know fighting that and fighting them demons and fighting others and and like I said, you know, you learn from your mistakes and, you know, and there's a lot of people that, you know, that don't know how to forgive. And, uh, that's something that I've, you know, I still struggle with on a, you know, day to day deal. But like, I want to, if I've ever had a problem with anyone or whatever, especially hunting related or anything like that, you know, it needs to be known that I forgive, you know, all them troubles or whatever. And, uh, shame on the ones that are out there you know running each other down and and you know and and saying things that aren't true and trying to better themselves um i i want this you know to be i want to work with every organization i want to help all the great organizations and foundations and and help them be able to you know help take some of their their hunters and you know find placement to be able to get them opportunities, get them out on the water, get them out, you know, hunting. And uh, there's just nothing like that out there. All the organizations that I've helped and worked with, they're, they're just kind of, they want to do their own thing. But you you can always make it better by working with others. And so that's going to be one of our strong key points, you know, in what we do with GBO um, down here in southern Iowa and uh, across Iowa and then hopefully across our great nation. Absolutely. How I I'm gonna try to word this. Um, with the GBO organization, how would you like to be contacted or reached if there's another organization out there that wants to team up to do something? Like you're like you're you're casting for cats or uh, camping events or you know um, taking the people hunting. You know what if somebody's got a spot 50 miles from here they want to take some veterans or youth hunting. How would you? How would they get a hold of you? Um, my my contact, like I said, is on our social media pages. Um, phone number six four one eight nine five seven nine zero five. 
emails, Jeremy McCarty185 at Yahoo. All this is going to be accessible through the Giving Back Outdoors website. And uh, just reach out, you know. Um, we, we'd love to help set up the events. Um, we're going to hopefully, you know, within a year's time here, we're going to have uh, a lot of great support and people that um, are going to, you know, contribute to uh, Giving Back Outdoors. And we're going to be able to help fund some of them events and uh, grow the events, you know, to the next level our events have been absolutely i mean incredible and uh, you guys will be able to go to uh, givingbackoutdoors.com you're going to be able to look at videos look at testimonial look at pictures and see you know what we're doing and uh and i i you know i'm all ears i'm all i'll help anybody that asks for help when it involves you know hunting and and fishing and stuff i mean i don't think I'm probably the greatest event planner, but I kind of um, pride myself in what we've done, and and uh, I pride myself in you know actually, you know, helping others and setting up events and and growing them events, you know, from a small group to you know within you know the boundaries and the guidelines of what we have to work with, and uh, and it's been amazing, you know, our our camping cast, for instance, last year. Um, it was it was a really really incredible event. I was unfortunately I just went under surgery, and uh, just had gotten out of surgery, and I still made it down there, but I wasn't able to you know actually get out and help help the veterans and get them out on the water and and fish with them. And but I did as much as I could, and it was an incredible event. We were going to take six veterans. It ended up being sixteen. Um, the event went two extra days, so that tells me good, you know, good things happened out of it. And we want to make the event this year 30, you know, veterans and their families or whatever the case may be. You know, we might have to take turns, you know, getting in and out of the, you know, depending on how many um, helpers that we can get, you know, with boats and stuff. But uh, just uh, we want to be able to grow the event and get more people involved and, uh, you know, and that's that's what we're doing. So. I can I can tell you this when when you and Dylan got hooked up and you know and, and teamed up he was absolutely pumped because he didn't realize you know on the scale that you wanted to help him yeah you know it was pretty cool you know Dylan a very accomplished wrestler uh, unfortunate you know that his career was you know shortened by injury um, he's just like me a very strong willed determined but has that kind heart to help others and you know and how we met you know i i followed a uh, high school state wrestling for years and years and just happened to run into him there and he had this hat on and it was big game wrestling club and i'm like big game i don't know how how can you use that you know i figured there'd be controversy in the name because that's a big brand and and uh he had you know done the right thing got the right approvals and he was telling me about it and he, he was pretty busy the day I met him and, and his friends like a day or two later asked, did that guy ever get back a hold of you? And by gosh, um, I'm very glad that I did, you know, reach back out to him because the network and what we've been able to combine and put together and the monies that we've been able to raise for Big Game Wrestling Club to this point have, it, you know, it's, it's going to touch a lot of them, young, you know, young children, girls, boys men and women's lives in, in that wrestling room over in Iowa City and, and even get them and teaming up with GBO and, and getting some of them kids down here in our turkey camps and stuff. 
Um, it's absolutely phenomenal. We just had a couple of the young kids down um, from Big Game Wrestling last week to Turkey Camp, and uh, the stories that they, the testimonials and the stories that they wrote, you know, for us to put on the Giving Back Outdoors site is that's pretty cool. And we're going to talk more about that in a future episode and bring this all together. Hopefully get Dylan on here yeah. and ta talk about the future of that for sure. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on that we didn't touch on? Not that I, you know, not that I can think of. I just want everybody to understand and know the importance of helping others in the outdoor industry. And uh, I really cannot thank you enough today, Steph, for, uh, you know, allowing... Um, you know, setting down and uh, going through, you know, what we do here at Giving Back Outdoors and, you know, the importance of, of what hunting means to me and the fishing and just the great outdoors. I cannot thank you enough. And uh, it's been great to have you and Jacob in Turkey Camp and uh, look forward to getting you back down here on a deer hunt, turkey hunt. Um, I'm even got the wheels turning, you know, maybe seeing if some of these guys or kids would like to go out and listen to a good coon coon race, you know, like turn the coon dogs loose, learn about the hounds, um, educating them and trapping and anything and everything that, you know, that we could possibly can do as a outdoorsman. I just, and thanks so much for having me on today. And yeah, I look forward, so I look forward to working with you guys and uh, continuing to grow this journey. I can absolutely say this, that Jeremy is a special individual from the first time we talked on the phone to walking out the door that his personality is second to none. He he will joke with you, cook for you. From the second we got here, Jeremy has been working his tail off. And it's like that. Anybody that's ever ran a camp, like we said earlier, it's 24 hours a day. You know, you had a dozen people here that you were interacting with and cooking for every night. And so hats off to that for running a touch top-notch group thank you so much yep i uh i enjoy doing it you know it's just it's you couldn't do it if cook, you didn't love you know, it right i love to cook just as much as i love to hunt <laughs> believe it or not you yeah. know i mean i believe it everything's been great <laughs> yeah so you know it's a way of life you know for you know as long as i don't have to do the dishes every time i'll do the cooking <laughs> yeah. thank you so much i had a i had a blast and it's been really great to get to know you i look forward to next time yeah, thank you so much. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Jacob, for being part of a, another great, successful turkey camp here in southern Iowa. And uh, anytime you guys need anything, if uh, you know any kids, veterans, whatever the case may be, that are looking to have a good experience and, and you know, just a great opportunity, don't, you know, don't hesitate to send them our way. We do, honestly, believe it or not, we actually sometimes struggle in finding, you know, veterans and stuff that will open up and you know want to come to the camp so i always say hey you know bring a friend bring one of your buddies bring your wife bring your you know bring your son bring your daughter so um we just we want to make that known you know and uh if i don't have room for you i have friends and stuff around the state that we can definitely you know make it happen so reach out that's all you got to do give us a call Big thank you again to Jeremy and the young men that made this camp so awesome. Hunter, Kinzer, you guys are amazing and are going to do such great things for hunting in the outdoors.
Jeremy, you have a great thing going and I am so incredibly blessed to have gotten to know you and experience that and surround myself with all those amazing people at camp. Thank you so much and I can't wait to see you again and connect on giving back outdoors and all the great things that you're doing. Stay tuned for next week and Turkey Camp Part 2 where I interview a father and son who experience the son getting his first turkey for the first time as always thank you so much guys for coming back again and again even through all the craziness and i cannot wait to get more content and really great stuff out there for you leave me a review reach out with your ideas i'd love to hear from you until next time